0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar slash restaurant slash retro 80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner, Christie, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive-through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mizzou Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizzuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizzuta Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show.
1: vibing welcome back to fat girl jokes podcast a podcast that is sometimes funny but always awkward just like me i am your host amber and i am fat not obese but you know i'm a bigger girl i um i like my curves most of the time. Um, However, a lot of the times they do get in the way. Um, I knock things over with my ass. Literally, I I turn a corner and I just, I knocked an old lady down and I'm just like, I'm so sorry. And she was just so shocked that it was my ass that knocked her over. (laughs) So I, uh, obviously I'm doing fantastic since the quarantine. Uh, I actually just found out that I will be stuck working from home until August. Pause for dramatic effect. Yes, August. And I am so grateful, again, that I have a job, especially one that I can work from home. I'm not, you know, on the front lines. I I shouldn't complain, but we all go through different things and I, this is something that I'm going through, you know, it's hard, especially being a fat girl, because when I'm home all day with just, you know, my computer, my dog, my TV, like I'm just doing, you know, work, I I can eat, I can eat all day and I can eat my whole fridge and I have I just went grocery shopping because we've been out of food for a good four days. Just because we've been waiting for payday, we're like, "Why, you know, go now? We might as well just wait." Side note: My bank account got stimulated. Yes, I just got that stim check, and it's basically gone. No, actually, I uh, I saved a lot of it. Uh, but I did go crazy at the grocery store getting the usual stuff. But then I also got like guacamole. I got, you know, chips and dip. And I, I don't think I got anything sweet. I think it's just like things to just like pop in your mouth all the time. <laughs> pop in your mouth. That's what she said. Um, And I snack like a fiend whenever I'm not on the phone, like with someone. And my, my job requires me to be on the phone a lot. So I feel weird trying to eat when I'm on the phone with people. Like, I know that I can hear people chewing in my ear and it pisses me off. Like, I do not want to hear hard candy rolling around in your mouth. I don't want to hear you go, what did you say again? Like, come on, people. Stop Stop talking on the phone with your mouth full. It's disgusting. Um, and so it's hard for me to eat um, while I'm on the phone but in between I I just snack I just pop food in my mouth all day and I am trying to gradually get myself over to like fruits and vegetables so I'll be like here's some celery amber here's some apples amber don't eat that entire bag of chips have an apple first like I'm trying to be healthy but I'm not trying that hard. I'm trying to keep my curves um, because I have an hourglass figure and I am fucking proud of it. The plus size models that you guys see that are like just the tiny waist, but like all of a sudden she got this big ass booty and, but like somehow a flat stomach, like those are my body goals because I look fly as book when I want to, but usually I got to like, you know, hike my pants up real high, tuck in the tummy and, you know, make sure I accentuate my waist and I have no boobs. So it's really just about the waist. (laughs) And I, I'm just always trying to be happy. And right now my curves make me happy. I feel comfortable in my smaller waist. Um, even though i don't have bigger a bigger chest like my shoulders are you know in line with my hips so i've got a nice figure and with the i guess with the clothes that i used to buy i didn't really show it off but over the past year um i've really been trying to accentuate my waist i tuck in all of my shirts all of them. And at first I was like really worried that like people were going to be like, oh, I see her fat through her pants. Now I'm just like, yes, you see my fat, but you also see my skinny ass waist. (laughs) Yeah. So very proud of my waist. So I'm trying to snack less on the bad, bad, scary food. I'm trying to snack less on the um, high in fat, high carb uh, snacks, more on fruits and vegetables, because I really do like fruits and vegetables. Um, but in quarantine, it's been rough really trying to take care of myself. Other than the snacks, um, I let myself go a little bit. And when you're in a relationship for as long as I've been in a relationship and longer, um, I've been in a relationship for probably almost five years this year yeah it's gonna be five years in October and when you are in a relationship for that long and you're really comfortable and if you've been in a relationship this long or even longer like you know you don't shave everything all the time you don't stay skinny all the time you get comfortable and the person that you're with gets comfortable and the two of you kind of don't see each other differently. Um, When Anthony had gained a lot of weight right before he went vegan, my boyfriend went vegan. And right before he went vegan, he was at his heaviest. And he wasn't fat, but he was definitely like, he was like an extra large. And he just, he didn't look healthy at the time. And then he like dropped a ton of weight by going vegan and i didn't notice the weight gain until he had lost it all and we looked back on pictures so then you know throughout all of our pictures like i just fluctuate but you know up and down up and down but besides my weight like besides my weight i also I I don't know why I haven't shaved my legs in probably two months. I'm not even, I'm not ashamed of that because who the fuck am I shaving for? My Anthony, my boyfriend, like he does not give a shit. And I'm, I I get to the point where I'm like, Oh, I don't want to shave. I'm too lazy. And then I get to a point where my leg hairs are literally half an inch long. They're longer than Anthony's. And I look at them and I'm like, I don't need to shave. I'm a strong, independent woman. You know, these women are walking around with no shaved armpits. They got whole bushes underneath their arms. They got bushes downstairs. Why the hell do I have to shave my legs? I get so feminist, like 70s feminist. And... (laughs) then I shaved my legs for like the first time, like I said, in two months. And it's glorious. My legs literally look fantastic. It's like they're new legs and I love them. And it makes me feel good about my body, which I didn't really think about. Um, Having the hair there kind of, I guess having the hair on my legs kind of um, gave me like a sense of like, ownership of my body. And then when I finally decided to shave it, it was for me. I didn't want to shave it for anyone else. I didn't shave it because society made me, you know, it's still kind of really feminist. Sorry. (laughs) No, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Well, on the topic of shaving, my friend uh, had texted me uh, a picture of like, some Tiger King meme or something like that. It was his face. And he was saying he sent me this picture of his face. And I've never seen this kid with such a full beard ever. Known him for a little over a year. Never seen him with such a full beard before. So I texted him and I was just like, damn, what's going on on your face? He's like, oh, it's my quarantine beard. And I'm like, damn, the only beard I have in quarantine is Anthony. Anthony can't actually grow a beard. So I've been doing most of the hair growing for us on my legs and on my eyebrows. Um but it's uh it's going well on the eyebrows. Basically, my hair has like kind of become one. The other day I saw that I had almost a unibrow. Guys, I'm not taking care of my face. <laughs> So um, after I discuss this, I'm probably going to go just like take a little razor between my my eyebrows. Don't pretend like you've never done that. I hate when people are like, don't shave your eyebrows. I would never shave. Like we have all shaved between our two eyebrows at least once to get rid of those unibrow hairs. You're not going to sit there and pluck every single one. I know for a fact that every single one of us has taken a fucking razor to the middle of our nose. Don't at me. So once this quarantine is over, the first thing I'm doing is get my eyebrows waxed. Because if I try to do it by myself, it's a mess. It's actually worse. If I just grow them out, they're like, it, okay, they're grown out. If I actually tried to like pluck them, shave them, whatever, respective lords help me because it would not be good. But after I get my eyebrows done, I'm gonna get a pedicure. And then I really wanna go out drinking. And now I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm usually the first person to bail on a night of drinking. Ask any of my friends, they have all bailed. <laughs> or I've I bailed on them, excuse me. Um, I've bailed on like birthday going outs and just, it's not because I don't want to, it's just because. Like I get overwhelmed with the social pressures of going out that um, I, I usually stay home for anxiety reasons, but I want to go out because I've had some great fucking times going out and I feel like it's harder though to go out as a, not only a fat girl, first of all, it's hard to go out as a fat girl with skinny friends. You are 100% the duff and... I'm going to talk about and I'm going to have a whole Duff episode. If you don't know what a Duff is, stay tuned because we're going to talk about that in another episode coming up. Uh, I'm going to bring out my best friend, Lika, for that because I am very large and she is very tiny. We are complete opposites. Um, so I think that would be nice to have her and uh, her perspective on having me as a friend going out, that kind of thing. So. Basically, going out drinking as a fat girl, it's it's kind of awkward. I've never had a time where I can go out as a single person. Like I've always been in relationships, so that also has a huge factor in this. Like I do not go out looking for guys, but I will say no guy ever hits on me. They hit on my friends. They buy my friends drinks. They never hit on me. I think maybe one time a guy tried to buy me a drink. I swear to God, guys, I'm so dumb. I was so drunk. I didn't know he was trying to buy me a drink. He was like, oh, can I, what are you drinking? Can I get you another one? I was like, no, I'm good. I have one right here. I'm like, my mom was there too. That was, that was a time. We took my mom out on, um, out on the town to some really grungy ass bars. And there's actually this one specific one where this happened. Um, This guy was like trying to buy me a drink, whatever. Um, At the same bar, probably the, I think that was like a first night I ever went to that bar. This bar is known for being disgusting. One time we were all standing around and I was like, this bar smells like beer, cum, and french fries. And everyone looked around and they're like, holy shit, you're Right. It's disgusting, but their drinks are cheap as fuck and they always have some kind of good vibe music going and it's just, it's really small. It's the hole in the wall, but it's the classic hole in the wall. And, um, it's, you know, right off of the, um, the like LGBTQ like neighborhood. So we get a lot of like, we get a lot of lesbians, gay guys, um, Girls that get so drunk that they hit on the gay guys and all of that. So me and um, Anthony's cousin go into the bathroom at this bar. And let me tell you, first of all, after just hearing how I described this bar smelling like cum, piss, beer, whatever, think about the bathroom in a place that smells like cum and beer. Just those two. Think about think about the bathroom in that kind of place. Yeah, we went in that and <laughs> I was not let down, okay? So I pee, of course, none of the stalls close. So Anthony's cousin's holding the door for me while I pee. Thank God I'm drunk when I go to the bathroom and bars because otherwise I would not be able to handle it. So I'm drunk out of my mind and she's holding the door. We switch. I'm holding the door for her while she's peeing. This fucking woman. I don't even know if she's a woman. She was probably 20, maybe. 21, probably right at 21. She walks in in, like, the most basic white girl outfit. Her hair half up, half down with, like, crop top, acid wash jeans and, like, uh like white Converse low rise or some shit like that. Like, basic fucking white girl outfit. Guys, and then she pulls a dime bag out of her cleavage looks around and says does anyone want some blow and I my eyes bulged out of my head because this was like the first time I'd ever been to this bar It was one of the first times I'd ever been out drinking legally and I've never had I've never seen hard drugs in front of me before at that point, ever. I mean, I guess I've seen it. Nope, nope, we're not going to talk about that. This is the first time and only time I've ever seen hard drugs in front of me. And oh my God, we all look around because it's not just me. It's like, you know, Anthony's cousin's in the bathroom. And then there's like these three really, really short girls that are way too old to be out, but like are trying to relive their 20s. And they're like orange. They look like Oompa Loompas, honestly, like not snooky Oompa Loompas, but like actual Oompa Loompas. Um, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be about body positivity. Um, They were just orange. I don't, I don't know how to be positive about that. They were orange, but they, they were there. (laughs) And one of them goes, no, honey, I already had some tonight. You know, my guy, he always hooks me up and I'm sitting here listening to these girls talk about their drug dealers while my friend is peeing and i'm like how long is this gonna go on and then i watch her do a fucking bump and she leaves and i'm just like what the fuck just happened so then we get out we get out of there my anthony's cousin had no idea what was going on she it was like she was in a different world that that stall door was closed she had no idea she was in a different world so i come out and i'm like um this girl asked me if I wanted to do some blow. <laughs> and we, everyone was just like, ah, that's that's this bar. That's totally typical. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, that's this is new for me. I'm not used to people just bringing out hard drugs, but we don't promote drugs on this podcast, okay? Drugs are bad. All drugs. Don't snort the marijuanas. Don't lick up the Cokes. Uh, Don't shoot up the opioids. I don't honestly know. Don't do drugs, kids. It's not cool. Um, So at the same bar, this guy, we had taken my mom out. Me and my friends took my mom out to just drink, go out on the town. And since then, everyone has been asking me to take my mom out again. Like, my mom's the cool mom. And growing up, I never thought she was the cool mom. But now that we're adults, she's more like my friend and she really is fucking cool. Like we got drunk at a bar and, you know, we've smoked hookah together. Like we just chill. Like my mom's, my mom's fucking sick. So we were at this bar and she looked at me and she goes, Amber, that guy was trying to buy you a drink. I was like, oh fuck. I was like, I've never had anyone try to buy me a drink before. So I didn't even realize And, you know, being a fat girl going out, I, I don't see other fat girls getting hit on. I don't see fat girls getting drinks and the fat girls that I have gone out with, I lovingly call them fat girls. I don't see them getting bought drinks either. So it does deter me from going out, but I'm in a relationship. Yeah, I'm fat. And sometimes, you know, like if a guy comes up and buys my best friend a beer and, you know, she's in a relationship, she'll take it, but then she'll leave and she'll be like, nah, I'm I'm in a relationship. Thanks for the beer though. Me, I'm just like, I want a beer. You know, fat girls want love too. Even though I'm not going to take you home, even though I'm going to tell you to fuck off because I have a boyfriend, I still want the offer. Okay. Y'all better offer me a fucking drink. Well that's all I had for today. If you guys want to check out any more episodes you can find me at bicbp-radio.com and you can always follow me on Instagram at fatgirljokespodcast and email me at fatgirljokespodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Stay fat.